Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to it. Tuesdays here at Hale Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbel, and you. Plenty to get into with the news of the day with uh, Nebraska adding uh, quarterback coach Glenn Thomas. Mitch Sherman had that for you from The Athletic around 11.40. We'll talk with Mitch here in about 15 minutes. Get caught up with him, his reaction, his thoughts. We'll get your thoughts as well, 489-1240 or 800-825-5865. Always welcome in the stream and check us out via video, the Hale Varsity YouTube channel or Hale Varsity Radio Twitter at H. Varsity Radio can follow along there. Find Elijah on Twitter at Herbal Essence at Schmidt underscore radio for me. We'll get our starting five, our roll call in a moment in hour two. We'll spend time, get some uh, Nebraska flavor with uh, longtime Buffalo Bills defensive end Chris Kelsey. Standout black shirt, his take on the Bills, his take on the Big Red. Matt Schick of ESPN going to be with us in hour two as well. So room for you in hour one. Always room uh, via email or the phone lines or also in the stream. Our starting five, our first five in. Uh, Chuck checks in from Denver. I believe that's a first time, first time in for Chuck. Chuck, welcome. Thanks for checking in with us here on the stream with Hale Varsity YouTube. And you, Grandpa, greetings all. Brandon says hello. Andrew in uh, at number four, Jeff in at five, and uh, Tuck just sneaks in at six, and Bob uh, in at seven. Uh, So there we have it. So more room for you, the more the merrier in the stream. And I think there's a a huge sigh from a lot of Nebraska fans. Good write-up by, again, Mitch Sherman uh, with that intel on Glenn Thomas. But Elijah, as we get into this, you knew something had to change for Nebraska at the quarterback spot. You need to go get talent. Uh, every year you go get talent at all spots. And uh, Nebraska landed a monster talent in Dylan Riola, Danny Kalen. And then you have, uh, of course, Heinrich Harburg that's still on the roster and there's still room for him to grow and improve. So, Okay, you've got your two new quarterbacks in this recruiting class. You have the guy that won you five games last year, gotten out a performance at quarterback with, with not a lot of development paid to him uh, until really the, the rule staff got here. Now, what do you do to enhance that offense? Well, you get a good offensive line. 
you keep grooming that. You get a running back room that's good. You find some wideouts, and then your your missing ingredient in in peace has been execution and decision making at quarterback. Nebraska wanted initially to to have a quarterback coach, didn't get that done, and uh, now in year two. Nebraska is able to, to fix that situation, and you've got 20 years of experience in Glenn Thomas. Is he a quarterback whisperer? Is he uh, an elite quarterback coach? I think he's good. I look at the fact that he's done this for, for two decades, and splitting time between college and the NFL, you could say, well, he's bounced around a little bit. When he stayed in a spot, He's done pretty well. I just think it's funny how you said that. Is he an elite quarterback coach? I think he's good. <laughs> well, listen, are, are you going to look at hires made by rule as we go into year two, even into year one? And I think you can look at his hires and you can look at his track record. That's that's my math on this, right? You're, you're not going to just make a move here and say, well, let's, let's go back to, to Glenn Thomas because we know – We've got familiarity. Yeah, that's that's easy to do, but I think familiarity is important here, don't you? Because you've got Satterfield still putting the offense together. He's just not really done the quarterback coaching thing. Get your quarterback coach in here. Get the band back together and really don't have any hiccups or missteps or or gap in, all right, what, what's my coaching staff doing because if they're trying to get things figured out, how's that being communicated and what does that do delayment-wise for the quarterbacks? You've got on hand right now that, that need to hit the ground running, especially once you know Dylan gets back from the Polynesian Bowl. I mean, Nebraska is in an urgent time right now with a loaded Big Ten, a really tough Big Ten, and what separated Nebraska a lot of things, but... Uh, one of the big things last year was quarterback play when you're losing by a touchdown or three about every other game when you did lose. Well, let's lay it out really fast here with, with Glenn Thomas because it's been well publicized on, on Twitter. Yeah, he worked with Matt Rule and Marcus Satterfield at, at Temple, and it was actually really similar where Marcus Satterfield was the quarterback's coach and offensive coordinator at Temple. After a year, Glenn Thomas comes in, Satterfield moves to running running backs coach and offensive coordinator while Glenn Thomas comes in and works the, the quarterback. So there's familiar, there's been that transition of power before with Glenn Thomas and Marcus Satterfield. That's not unfamiliar to them, and, and they've worked together there. They worked together at Baylor once Marcus Satterfield came back uh, from his, his head coaching gig in Tennessee. Uh, he came back and he was the tight ends coach, whereas Glenn Thomas was the co-offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach at, at Baylor. So there's been that power, that 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 balance of power between the two in, in different roles. Uh, I think it's going to be very similar at Nebraska. That's not going to be a, a, a weird uh, transition. It, it should be pretty seamless, actually. Whenever you look at that, but you look at Glenn Thomas. What do you do without Matt Rule? Let's go back to his his first big time quarterback coaching gig with the Atlanta Falcons. Matt Ryan was the quarterback, and I think a lot of people would have been uh, praying to have Matt Ryan in his prime as the quarterback that you're coaching in your first gig in the NFL. But he did a good job there, and there was a lot of talent around Matt Ryan early on, at least with Roddy White, 
uh, Julio, Julio Jones, Tony Gonzalez. But what did what did he do his first year? 4,700 yards passing, almost a 69% completion percentage, 32 touchdowns to 14 interceptions. That was back in 2012, a, a playoff season where they go to the NFC Championship game for the Atlanta Falcons. 2013, 2014, so the two years there, not great as a team. The defense wasn't very good. But Matt Ryan was still fine, 67% completion, 26 touchdowns, 17 interceptions, 4,500 yards passing in 2013. And in 2014, 4,600 yards passing, six yards away actually from 4,700 yards, 66% completion percentage, 28 touchdowns, and 14 interceptions. Again, Matt Ryan was pretty much in his prime during this time, but Glenn Thomas did well there as the quarterback's coach and has that familiarity with Rule and with Marcus Satterfield. He's a guy who knows what he's doing at the quarterback spot, and he's a guy that's got the, the familiarity with Matt Rule, with the coaches that are already on staff. So it checks the two biggest boxes that you need because finding that continuity, you don't want to be going through a weird transition of power whenever you're trying to not screw up one of the top quarterbacks in the country in Dylan Riley. You have the familiarity. You're not going to have any weird... Uh, Butting of heads, butting of egos here. These guys have worked together before, and, and he knows what he's doing as a quarterback's coach. So you, you've gotten the most important aspects knocked out of the way with Glenn Thomas. Does it work out? I think that remains to be seen, but I think based on what we know about Rule and based on what we know about Glenn Thomas, all signs would indicate that this is a match made in heaven for Nebraska and for Glenn Thomas. It needs to work out. Can we say that? It, it needs to work out as Bob checks in in the stream, saw the Steelers' bio on him. Uh, so damn impressive. Now, listen, you, you can only do so much as quarterbacks coach. The kid or the pro still has to go out and play. And quarterback at Pittsburgh was uh, an issue this past season for Coach Tomlinson. They still got to the playoffs. Here's what I know in some research and a couple of calls made today uh, on on Glenn Thomas. One, he's Pretty straightforward, has a good working relationship with his quarterbacks, and guys like being coached by him because he's pretty fair, but he's pretty hard. So he'll coach the quarterbacks hard. There's a standard. Uh, He has history of good quarterback play. I think what you can expect from from quarterback play at Nebraska is be able to do – the, the things that help win you the football game, make a throw, make a decision, scramble, hit the open guy, change the play, do all those things that put you in position for success, manage and make plays. If you're spectacular, I mean, we, we know the talent associated with Dylan Riola. Uh, there are, you know, if you feel comfortable with that kid's skill set and ability, yeah, you can put more on, but it's the quarterback coach's job to know what the guy can do and what he's ready for, right? And and that's going to be a key part of this. A guy who's coached pros and college players before, I mean, there's a lot of different personalities and quarterback types he's seen. So what he's done is provide a history of good quarterback play when he's been the quarterback coach. And I look at P.J. Walker, a kid at Temple that ended up in the NFL, uh, he makes the, the decision-making process more fluid for the quarterback. And, you know, the decision-making prog- process, you saw quarterbacks from Nebraska last year try and do too much. Can you dial that back so there's a comfort level? And the, the thing that he's known for as well, and some folks that have worked with him, he's able to adjust to what you have roster-wise. And you saw Nebraska do that a year ago. All right, Harburg's the guy. What's his strength that's running the football? Some play action, a deep shot, right? 
Nebraska, when it was clicking, they were able to turn to that and get some points out of some big plays that way. So, listen, adjust to your personnel. He's done pro style. He's also done up-tempo and spread attack. So he's not kind of a one-trick pony with this is my system, this is my offense. It's more of kind of you're, you're at the salad bar there picking out stuff to put on a plate based on what you're hungry for, i.e., what can the quarterback do? I think it's exciting if you're a Nebraska fan to have a talent like Dylan, a talent like Kalen, and the talent that, that Harburg has. See what type of seasoning you can provide Harburg because there is a role for him. There's still a competition to be had this spring, and, and then you have the, the natural gifted talent that comes along with a five-star. Well, so it, it this is good, and this is good because I think there's going to be a comfort level and there's not going to be too big of an ask uh, by this quarterback coach with the young raw talent. That's, I think, the the, the biggest thing here is you got to have you, you, you got to have that. You mentioned Harburg. This is about Riola, though. Let's let, let's, let's let's lay that out. And what you have in Riola, if you're Glenn Thomas, is she's a baseball analogy. You have a runner on second with no outs. I'm not going to say he's on third. I'm not going to say that. Maybe a runner on first. You got a guy no in outs, scoring position, but you got a great chance to to score a run. Your job is the the next up to bat. If that's what like, Glenn Thomas get him is over this to analogy, third, baby. get him over to third base. <laughs> hey, if you can work a single and get him into score, great. But just find a way to get him to, to third base at least. And and if you can get him to third base with no outs or one out, there's a pretty damn good chance that that you're going to bring that runner into score. I mean, that's essentially where you're at with with Glenn Thomas uh, in 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 Riola. You have the natural arm talent that, that makes Dylan Riley special, the natural arm talent that not many quarterbacks in college football have. Not many quarterbacks in college football can throw it 70 yards easily like Dylan Riley did in the Polynesian Bowl this week. You have a special arm talent, and you have a guy that is so much further ahead in his development than so many other quarterbacks because of his pedigree and because of his upbringing, working with his dad watching NFL film, working with former NFL quarterbacks from the time that he was in middle school. You're further ahead. Make that guy understand the Nebraska offense. Make him understand what you want from him and, and make sure that he is comfortable. And those are all things that I think Glenn Thomas, based on his history, should be able to provide to Dylan Riola. Does it work out on paper? Yes, you have to make it work in reality, but all signs point to me to the fact that Glenn Thomas will be able to make this work. And Again, time will tell. Well, we might not know until fall, but it feels like a hire that just makes so much sense and, and it gives you the best chance of success. It's worked before that yes it it worked at temple when he took over 10 and 4 after some tough early years at baylor finished 13th in the country and uh, they were able to get uh, charlie brewer up and rolling Uh, we'll talk with mitch sherman here in a little bit some more comments we have some discrepancy we have some arguments in the stream hail varsity youtube channel with who's in who's just logging in to say they were top five who's in and out I can't track that. Shout out to you, Brian, as uh, he is stomping around in two feet of snow, feeding his livestock. Uh, Brian comments, I find it hilarious that you guys have time to get in 15 minutes early. (laughs) Brian, thanks for your hard work, man. Thanks for what you're doing, uh, taking care of those livestock out on your ranch. So, uh, and I guess we're a... Were a, a necessary evil for him. The Bluetooth keeps the the cold wind out of his ears, which is nice. I, I hope it's more than just that. <laughs> no, I know, but but, but worst case scenario, we're we're at least giving the guy something to listen to <laughs> while he's trying to stay warm. Uh, so listen, uh, quarterback is is king. Quarterback is your 
make or break when you look at Penix, right, for Washington. You look at what McCarthy did. Do you have that caliber of a quarterback on your roster at Nebraska? You, you think so. But you've got a guy, too, and this is a great point uh, Bob brings up. Thomas has coached pretty high-level talent. He, he's, he's seen a lot of guys. You're going to see a guy like Dylan, a talent like Dylan come in, a talent like Kalen, and then a talent like Harburg. Listen, uh, your job, and I say it a hundred times because coaches have really hammered this home. Your job is not to screw him up, okay, but enhance the ability. Uh, Brian asked the other question we're going to get to. What does this mean about Dana Holgerson? Is he still in play as an analyst? I think the answer is yes, Brian. I think Dana Holgerson is still in play. And, yeah, it would make sense for, for Dana to come to Lincoln as an analyst. If you're LSU, uh, do you – Maybe reach out to, to Dana Holgerson and say, why not come do some work here for us? What does Dana want to do is the question. Uh, Dana's got a lot of lot of money. And I think for now the answer is kick his feet up and relax. Just and take see, a breath. See, see what opportunities arise. Right. But. Take a breath. That's what, what, that's what Dana wants to do right now. But you'll get a decision from him. And Nebraska's willing to, to kind of wait for that. Mitch Sherman's on the way with Hale Varsity.